This is Laura looking for love, and hello, single women. This one is very much for you. For those of you who have listened from the beginning, my very first podcast was about boxing. And I know a lot of you were like, what does this have to do with love or spirituality? And I don't even know if I want to listen. But if you did listen, you realize that it really wasn't about boxing at all. It was about our human struggle. And you don't have to be a boxing fan to understand human struggle. We can all relate to that, just as we can all relate to love. And that's why I also love reality TV, especially reality TV that focuses on love. I know it may seem weird that a podcast on love talks about boxing and a woman who has a spiritual empowerment center loves to watch reality TV. However, everything is connected. And what we think is something is often something else. If we really look at what we think we're looking at and sit there long enough, we can peel layers of perception and get to the core of what's really going on. And that's why I love to watch people in life and on TV. So I might have mentioned in an earlier podcast that when I was a baby, I could stare at people for hours, just engrossed in their actions and behaviors. And it's that we humans are a very interesting bunch. How we cope how we react to things, how sometimes we're transparent, or how sometimes we pretend. And reality TV is all about people and our behaviors. So the Bachelor TV show has maintained its success because it focuses on love, which women love to fantasize about, but also because it always maintains drama. You have one man and 25 women fighting for him. It's very intense, it's very stressful, and when situations are intense and stressful, Defense mechanisms rise to the surface and people start to unravel, lose control of their typical quote-unquote appropriate behaviors. And we love watching The Bachelor because on one hand, we love drama, especially when it's not ours. It's a way to laugh at our human behaviors. But on the other hand, we root for love. We want to see love on screen. We want proof that it exists. And that's what the show is about, on the surface finding love. But at its core, it has nothing to do with love. It's a show about validation and testing our insecurities because the chances that 25 women would all fall head over heels for the same man is so insane. And it could be any man. They could have replaced this year's bachelor at the last minute, swapped him out, and the same 25 women would have been swooning for the new guy. It's not about love. It's about winning a prize and matching the vibration of the group. If the prize is deemed desirable, then everyone wants it. But you take everyone out of the Bachelor scenario and off the set and put them in a bar, not everyone would fall for the same guy. And when the prize, the one that everyone wants, wants you back, then that's when the ultimate validation happens. The girl with the most attention is in seventh heaven. Everyone wants to be that girl. They want to feel special. It has nothing to do with the guy. It's validation. And the guy also gets validation because he gets the admiration of all these girls at once. And as logical human beings, we know how unlikely this is to create true love, but we still watch and we still hope and we still root for something real because as unlikely as it is, anything's possible, right? And that's how much impact love has on us. Even in the unlikeliest scenarios, we still will it to be. I know, I'm not above it. I love watching it, but I also love to pick it apart, look at its layers, because when you look at things beyond the surface, you can really learn a lot. 
So I started doing this thing where before the season starts, I use my psychic intuition and I read the energy of the pictures of each of the contestants to see if there are any strong energetic matches before the season even starts. So this season, sorry to say, there were no strong matches. So whether Ari ends up getting engaged or married, energetically, there wasn't a super strong match on a spirit level. Physical attraction level is different, but on a spirit level, that real strong love vibration, it wasn't there this season. However, last season of The Bachelorette, so you have one woman and like 25 guys, when I was looking at Rachel's guys, I got a really strong hit for a guy named Peter. It wasn't just a physical attraction energy. It was an intense mutual love vibration of spirit. And he really did stand out among all the guys just in scanning the energy. So he was always my pick for her and the one I wanted her to choose. And when the end of the season came, he was in the final two, and she let him go because he wasn't ready to propose. They both loved each other, but he was honest enough with himself and with her that he said he couldn't guarantee a proposal, but that he did love her. So she chose the sure thing, a marriage proposal with the guy who said all the right things to her, who treated her like she was the only woman in the world, and who was a sure thing, a guaranteed proposal. And she had had a bad experience in the past, dating a man who never committed, so her fear kicked in that this would happen again to her with Peter. But the thing is, The Bachelor isn't real life. It's dating at warp speed, with the agreement that, at the end, you will propose to someone after knowing them for a few weeks. Yet she got swooped up into this quote-unquote reality of this unreal scenario, and because his response didn't match the norm of the show, she walked away. This smart, seemingly self-assured lawyer chose validation over love. She needed the assurance of a proposal, but her heart was with Peter. And it was the most heartbreaking goodbye when she left him. And that breakup and goodbye was probably the most sincere display of love that I've ever seen on that show. More sincere than any of the proposals or the makeout sessions. And just like in life off screen, the most heartbreaking thing to experience is separation from true love because of circumstance, fear, and our personal dysfunctions. So our job then as single women is to clear our fear and dysfunction So that when true love stands in front of us, we don't push it away to walk towards something that seems easier or that validates our fears and dysfunctions. That's codependence. That's not love. Our best soulmates are the ones that challenge us, make us look at ourselves, our insecurities, so that we can change and evolve and become stronger and more whole. If you ever tell a person or they ever tell you, I need you or you need me, it is not a relationship of spirit. It is a relationship of fear. And our best soulmates are also not the ones that tell us just the things we want to hear. When I was 30, I met a man I dated for a few years. We planned to get married, and shortly after, he bought a townhouse for us to live. On paper, he was really good, responsible, cute, loyal, kind. But I knew I wasn't truly happy. My buildup of unhappiness reached its peak one day. An incident occurred that just woke me up, kind of slapped me on the face, and I abruptly decided to leave him. And during that time, I was a hospice social worker, not yet having delved into the world of metaphysics. And one of my coworker friends, who was also a social worker, told me, you know, you're never going to find the perfect guy. He's loyal, and he treats you so well. And in that moment, it kind of pissed me off that she was so in support of my decision. 
you know, and now looking back, I, I understand where she was coming from. And it was not because she was unsupportive of my decision, but she was coming from her own experience of codependence. She had stood by her husband after he'd been disloyal. So loyalty was something that she really valued. However, for me, even at that time, it just wasn't enough. Loyalty and kindness, yeah, those are givens. But as women, we don't need nice. Of course, we don't accept abuse or disrespect. But nice just doesn't cut it. Do you think a man would choose a woman just because she was nice? Women often settle for the nice guy to avoid being screwed by the asshole, by the cheater, by the abuser. You hear so many times, but he's so nice. He's so good to me or he's so good to you. He's, you need to stay with him. And I'm going to give a little tough love right now. Who the fuck cares? Don't fall for that. Niceness should be a given. Unfortunately, there are a lot of people out there that aren't nice. And so we've started to see nice as the ideal. But nice should be the standard across the board. That should be a given. We should be kind to each other. We should strive for more than just kindness. And there really should be a connection of spirit. And you will know the difference if you can wait long enough to have it. Don't give yourself to the wrong person. Love yourself enough to receive the best for you. If you have doubts, there is a reason. Listen to your intuition. Don't let fear or codependency or other people's expectations run your life. And embrace the space you have for yourself to grow and learn. And when you are at your brightest, I guarantee you will attract your person. And he or she will not be like any other you have experienced in the past. When you are at your peak, your whole world changes. Okay, so until next week, stay strong, stay focused, stay you. Some new classes will be starting this year for both women and also a new kids class is in the works, so I will be posting about that soon on my website, thebonsaibabes.com, as well as some events coming up in different areas of California. In the meantime, I will be offering one-to-one empowerment-based spiritual counseling sessions and readings. And I will be honest, they aren't for everyone. They do require work and commitment on your part to take the information and act on it. You know, we sometimes want a quick fix, someone to give us answers. But the truth is, you already have your answers. It's just sometimes they are buried deep inside. And getting to the core takes some digging. And digging requires effort. This is about transformation, and just like with reality TV, as we peel the layers of what seems to be the point, we open up to deeper meaning. So if you want easy, it's probably not your thing, and that's okay. There is no right or wrong in wherever we are. But since you're listening to the podcast and you've made it this far, you probably are a spiritual warrior, open to putting in some work. So when you're ready, you can reach out. And I'm really wanting to build a community of strong women, change makers, creatives. People can truly change the world and the direction we're heading. We need to come back to our spirits for the survival and growth of humanity. We're not heading in the right direction as a whole. And that can be discouraging. But we also can't give up. So hold on to your faith and your enthusiasm this week. And I'll see you next Friday.